1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
3: Bring it up, Jake. final hour Power Hour You better you bet on the MetQL Network Nick Costos Ken Barkley and you Ah great 60 minutes on the way here to wrap up the Wednesday edition of the show We'll get into the NFL coaching carousel coming up in a little bit. We'll talk Brian Callahan being named the next head coach of the Tennessee Titans. The Raiders finalizing their power structure. Antonio Pierce and former Chargers general manager Tom Telesco and everything else going on in the NFL, including if uh, Ken and I think Bill Belichick's going to get a job uh, or if he's just like done as a head coach in the NFL. I think it's all very interesting. We'll give you our bets for tonight at the end of the show. I'm looking forward to that. Got it. A- at least one or two hockey games I'm looking at. And, Ken, we were talking off air, and Matt Moore will join us in just a second. Not the easiest NBA card tonight to handicap, unless you just want to go with, well, Milwaukee just fired their coach. Let's lay it, no matter what the price is, no matter who they're playing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have I have that written down for my NBA bets tonight. Mostly cause <laughs> I'm the market go, I moved bet against you do. Them. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah, like the it's not it's not even just that it's like the price too like the market moved against Milwaukee by like a point in some places so it's just kind of like all right like maybe I maybe I wasn't that interested and now I'm kind of getting more and more interested as the as the market develops for the game yeah it's it's a it's a weird night we'll talk to Matt in a second about it just ton of injuries the Bucks Cavs weird spot that you were just mentioning the Warriors which like needs to be a basketball conversation at some point maybe it's after this game obviously like we could put basketball to the side for, the you know, this week because of what happened, but they're going to start playing games again, which means things are going to start happening again. They, they're they back in action tonight. They play Atlanta at 10 o'clock. So just a, kind of a weird night and some, like, interesting spots that you don't normally see with both Milwaukee and with Golden State.
3: You uh, you know who's coaching the Milwaukee Bucks tonight, by the way, right, while we wait for Doc Rivers to take over?
0: Yeah. It's our, it's our man, the good, good and prunty.
3: Yeah. <laughs> not not Grady Dick, but Joe Prunty. No. coaching the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Uh, Joining us right now to talk the Milwaukee Bucks and everything else happening in the NBA, the great Matt Moore from the Action Network. Matt is the host of the Buckets Podcast, which is an amazing daily NBA betting podcast. We encourage our listeners and viewers to check it out. Buckets, wherever you find your podcasts. All of Matt's written work can be found over at the Action Network. He is on Twitter, at HP Basketball, and you can frequently find him as part of BetStream on MNBA TV, and he's sensational in that role, as he is at everything that he does. And he's also a Chiefs fan who had the gall and temerity to tweet during Sunday's game that he was worried about what the result was going to be when his quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. Matt, have ye no shame.
2: No, no, I have no shame. It, it turns out that uh, thirty years of playoff trauma uh, can't even be wiped away by the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, by the way, I loved you guys' analysis on that Ravens game. Uh, I think it's been spot on all week. Uh, excited for this Sunday. We'll see what happens. But man, Patrick Mahomes is good.
3: Uh, just re- yeah, real quick. Uh, also, how are the uh, how 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 are the enchiladas on Sunday?
2: Oh, they were excellent. Like that—that that I think was the secret to our success. I may do that again this weekend. <laughs> I'm either doing that or slow cooker yeah. ribs. It's, yeah, those are the choices.
0: The old, uh, the old superstitious enchiladas. Those will get you every time. And it's like I—it's like, like, oh, I've been listening to you guys all week. I love your Ravens analysis. You mean where I said the regular season is stupid and doesn't matter? You mean that analysis? And so it's like, just bet. You know, what I like to bet on like the the best guy, plus when the price is plus bet on the best player there's there's a tip kids write it down uh Matt you I think when you came on we were doing the Milwaukee Bucks stuff with the coaching we did it in the first hour of the show also since the last time we had you on like in the last two days Adrian Griffin gets fired Doc Rivers is now the coach of the Milwaukee Bucks I guess the right way I could frame this is like is is Doc Rivers now being the coach of Milwaukee does that make you want to bet on anything
2: I think it probably makes me want to bet Sixers more. I think that's the the oh. angle that I wind up getting to is that I just continue to feel like, look, uh, I, I'm a long time skeptic of Joel in the playoffs, but he's got the coach that I think is going to cover for him. I think he's got the team that's going to cover for him. And so my concern when they fired Griffin was because I've not bet Bucks at all was like, okay, if they hire a coach that can win in the playoffs, I'm going to have to start looking at the upside of the Bucks. They instead hired doc rivers, who is most known recently for collapsing with three, one leads that's hard to do. And yet he does it a lot. Um, doc's a good choice in that he's going to stabilize things. The players will feel better about him, but he doesn't solve problems in the playoffs and that's where this evolution has kind of come is like, it used to be honestly, when doc won a championship, it was who's the best team who's got the best team. And now I honestly feel it's who can solve the most problems that you face. Who's got the strongest answer for all the different things that you're gonna face? And Doc is inherently not a coach that does that. He's just like, we just gotta do what we do better. That's a problem when you're facing Eric Spolstra. That's a problem when you're facing Nick Nurse. It's not a problem when you're facing Joe Mazzula. And yet Joe Mazzula still outcoached him last year. So uh nothing on bucks. I think Sixers still represent the best value because it means it's more likely for the Sixers if they want, as long as they wind up in the two, three they're in a really good spot to make the conference finals. And then we'll figure out if they can figure out an answer for Boston. But to me, that's like the answer here is it in, It doesn't necessarily mean that, that the Sixers have more value. It means that the Bucks do not take away equity from what I already thought was the best bet in the East, which is the Sixers.
3: So I think – I I agree with you, by the way. And I, I think – I don't want to speak for Ken, but I think Ken does as well. The, like, the Sixers are probably like our favorite bet at price right now in the Eastern Conference. If you – if you need, if you wanted to take a shot, Matt, at a longer shot in the East, right, and think maybe the East could play out like last year did, if Boston's really gettable, right, with Missoula, and, like, we don't feel confident in Tatum as the best player on a championship-winning team. And the Bucks have notorious playoff choke artist Doc Rivers now as the head coach and look like we uh, love Nick Nurse and love Embiid. Also, like, can this team get over the hump? Kind of, like, want to see it happen. Maybe we all think it can happen, but also, like, it kind of needs to happen if you had to take a shot with one of the other teams in the East at a big price and Ken brought up early in the show, maybe the way to do that would be exact finals, matchup against Denver, or like you are Western Conference team of choice. If you had to take a shot at one of the other teams outside of the big three in the East, who would it be, and why?
2: It's the heat. So your Knicks are really good and they're getting better. And I love everything I'm seeing from them. And I think they're going to be wind up as a top 10 team in both offense and defense. The problem is, is that they're not going to catch those top three teams. So they're going to wind up in the four or five again, and they're going to beat Cleveland that I don't think Cleveland falls far enough to get caught by anybody so then they're up against Boston and the one team I don't want the Knicks to face is Boston i think they're live versus the sixers i think they're live versus the bucks but if they wind up in the 4-5 versus the cavs they win that matchup and then their road ends i don't think they have enough to beat boston So then you look at, all right, if it's not the Knicks, who is it? And it's the heat. It's the heat with being able to get into the play-in tournament. Once again, they've got a more balanced offense than they did last year. They've got better shooting. Um, They just added Terry Rozier, which is a good add. I'm not like going gaga over Terry Rozier. It's still just Terry Rozier, but he's a good fit. And again, I just get into which coach are you going to want your money on in these situations? Are you going to, you know, and I, I do think that Nurse, for as many answers as he has, will struggle with what Miami will throw at Embiid. And when you have that kind of advantage that opens things up for you or Milwaukee. And so I, I continue to think that the heat, no matter how pedestrian they look in the regular season are very much the best bet to go the entire way. Now, if the Knicks fall into the three, six, that changes my equation. Like that's what they really need to do is they need to avoid the four five. Don't be in the four five. Don't be in the four five and have to face Boston. Keep Boston out of your bracket. And the Knicks are live to reach the conference finals. But right now, as I look at the board, it's got to be the heat uh, with their ability to make a run.
3: So what year is this? Yeah.
0: It's always the stupid team. It's,
2: like, it's literally like basically
0: every, everything that Matt just said, I agree with him. And everything we said is basically just like, yeah, you could say the exact same thing last year. Like the exact yeah. about everybody. You could just say like the exact same thing. It's like who gets who? Like the, they need to clipper this thing, the Knicks. They got to drop in and intentionally lose games to drop out and, and get a matchup that they want. And then hopefully it goes well for them. Uh Matt, since the last time we had you on, so that was kind of like... The, the usage of Clipper as and... a
3: verb there, by the way, was outstanding. Yeah. I just wanted yeah, they, to point that out. They're I, the, they're
0: that. The ori- they're, I don't know if they're the originators, but they're the, the perfectors of, uh, of this, uh, this form of strategy. So the other thing that's happened, Matt, is, uh, you know, Embiid scored 70 points. It's kind of like one of the other things that happened. So he's uh, starting to become a pretty big favorite to an MVP, and he's playing some games and he goes to Jokic, uh, Was that, next week? I think something like that, or this weekend maybe? And uh, yeah, so what is it? Is it now like the market has it right and it's that order and there's nothing else? Or is there something else interesting to you going on here with most valuable player?
2: I think there's an overreaction because if the market was basically like, look, he can't be the favorite because he's going to miss a bunch of games. He's already missed 10. Him scoring 70 versus the Spurs and Zach Collins – and two hundred pound Victor <laughs> and Yama. take that, Zach Collins, and, th- it and, and not- Jeremy
3: Sohan. To be fair, who they looked like, like, yes, like, a like lot of guys
2: in the game, and like look, like beat He looked, yeah. he looked like Shaq yeah. in that game, and he rarely does that. I will say, like a lot of this, as much as there's like this, he doesn't care about the MVP this year, really, because he was busting his tail to drop seventy on the Spurs. I-, I will go back to this. He has played two road games versus teams over five hundred this year. Two. He's going to have to play them at some point. If that winds up dropping the win percentage, if that winds up dropping his individual numbers, if he winds up not wanting to sacrifice those individual numbers so that he can still look dominant, the best outcome for Embiid is that he misses just enough games where everyone's like, well, he would have won MVP, but he doesn't actually have to face anybody tough. Like, this is like the dream scenario. He gets all of the credit with none of the criticism. I I do think if you're heavy on Embiid, as I know you guys are, like, I would definitely be looking at to at, to covering the, these hedges in some meaningful ways with him becoming the favorite again. Whether you just think it's going to be Yoke or if you think it's going to be Shea, I just I still tend to lean towards Shea. Um, I do think it's a three man race. I think Tatum's like going to finish top five. I do think he'll get in that conversation because there will be like a they won sixty five games. He's got to be on the on the list. Um, but if Embiid plays enough games, does he win? Yes he he's got to do it. And not only that, but he's going to do it by breaking the trend of what he's done this season, which is not playing on the road versus anyone that has a shot of slowing him down. If he does that, then by the time that you, that he does that, the value will be gone. So if you think he will, if you're just like, no, Joel is the man and he is, he's a gamer and he's, he loves competition. Then you should get it on him now because that price is going to be gone. But if you're like me and you're like, I don't know, man, he hasn't played in Denver. Since before the pandemic, maybe maybe take some other positions in order to to cover yourself.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, there was like that was like an answer dripping with sarcasm, but like in for very obvious ways because like you know be sarcastic about who Embiid's played so far this year and kind of like the strategy that he's taken uh, to try to win another MVP award. Matt, we have like three minutes left. We want to do bets for tonight. Maybe just a minute here on the Warriors. And if you haven't been on Hawks Warriors tonight, this can be like part of this answer. Obviously like a tragic situation last week, assistant coach. And I, I had a couple people message me actually had a friend, like a friend of a friend was at the hotel, like the same hotel they were staying at. Like it's, it's really, really sad. Like, it's actually just incredibly heartbreaking. Uh, but they're back. They I took about a week off, I uh, had a couple games postponed, and the Warriors are playing again. And so, like, now that they're going to play basketball again, I think a logical question is, okay, this time off, what what is that for them? Are they going to start? Remember, this was a team that was playing very poorly going into this time off and really was not playing up to their potential. They were talking about trading players. Draymond had just come back from his like, suspension, whatever you want to call it. What are the Warriors going to be going forward here in about 60 seconds?
2: With all sensitivity to the situation, which I know you guys are, have, we've made that clear. Um, my thing is, is if you're going to buy into the narrative of like, this is the thing that spurs them together, you have to believe that something was lying in wait, that something was there underneath. And instead, they've seemed like a broken team. And this instead feels very much more to me like, this is the kind of year they had. Like, everything was terrible. Everyone got hurt. Nothing worked. The chemistry fell apart. Everyone aged out their assistant coach died, like all, a tragedy on, uh, on top of all of the other bad stuff that has gone on. Maybe they respond emotionally because they're athletes and then, like they're human and humans find a way to, to respond in these situations. I don't think they, they respond tonight. Now I don't want to bet the Hawks because they're literally the worst team against the spread in the NBA. Um, but I am not in like a, this is going to turn them around. I I am more of the opinion of like, this is another in a long story, and it'll be like a huge, the most impactful thing for them from a human standpoint, but it's yet another in a long line of things that just like nothing went right for them this year, and so many things went horribly, horribly, tragically wrong.
3: Matt, we got 30 seconds to go here. Uh, Bets for tonight, if you'd be so kind.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go under. This line has moved against me, but I go ahead and I I like it anyway. I'm taking under in Suns Mavericks. Uh under's gone four or six with the Mavericks. Suns defense is top five over the last two weeks. They've actually been playing pretty well on that end. And the the Mavericks don't present a problem for how they want to defend, uh, specifically on the three point line. So I like that. I've got the over 234 and a half in Charlotte and Detroit. Detroit started to figure some stuff out offensively. It's one of the reasons they've been better against the spread. Don't want to bet Detroit is a favorite because uh it's Detroit, but I do like the over in that game. I just they feel like there'll be a lot of points. So, only two total plays for me tonight under 241 Suns, Mavericks, and over 234 and a half in Hornets, Pistons.
3: So, what do you enchiladas or ribs? What do you think you're going with in five seconds?
2: I think, I'm going, I think I'm going with slow cooker ribs, and you finish them off in the oven, much the same way that the Chiefs will finish off the Ravens.
3: Well, I will, I'll just say this. If they if the Chiefs do lose, it's going to be your fault for not making the enchiladas. On hey, Twitter, I'm making at basketball. am making okay, bo- I, If I could choose, I think I'd rather have the enchiladas. The description of them last week was great. Action Network Buckets podcast. Stay well. Good luck with the bets. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. The great Matt Moore joining us here on You Better, You Bet. Spoiled Chiefs fan, Matt Moore. Coming up next, NFL coaching news with Nick and Ken.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.